Well, hello, church. Uh, we are just a little bit ahead of Sunday and gathered uh, in this place. And we're going to do something a little bit different uh, this week. And we're having something of a fireside chat, which uh, I've been reliably informed uh, was something that President Roosevelt did first. So we're picking up uh, in in his stead, and we're gonna interview a couple of, or three, members of our congregation. And we're doing this in a continuation of this series that we've been in, in Luke's Gospel, looking at what it means and what it's like to follow Jesus. And this is a significant moment for us as a church. We're gathered together for the first time, and we're still in the midst of, but we're coming into a new phase of this uh, COVID pandemic. And it just this moment gives us an opportunity before we look forward, which we're going to be doing in the next few weeks, just gives us an opportunity to look back and to see what God has been doing among us. And um, to do that today, uh, we've got three friends, three members of our congregation who've actually all just joined our staff team as ordinands. Uh, if you don't know what that means, that's Church of England speak uh, for uh, people who are preparing um, and in training to lead churches in the future. So we're really excited to have them. And we're going to ask them some questions and just discern what God's uh, been doing among us together. I know they'll speak for you um, because we've all had some similar experiences in the last time. So Amy, why don't you kick us off with a, a question? Yes. Hello. Um, okay, we're going to start with Amy. It's funny because I'm sort of looking at the camera, but she's also over there. So hello, Amy. <laughs> hello, Amy. Very socially distanced here. Um, but yeah, I would love to start with you. Just a, a really simple question. You... Have you're at home with four kids? Lockdown. You've just adopted a child. Um, fill us in. Like, how, what has what has lockdown been like for you? What's the season been like for you? And really, what have you um, been learning about God? What have you learned about yourself? Um, could you kick us off with some of that? Yeah. So, um, as Amy said, uh, we have four children who are. Um, all sort of primary school and younger, so um, our littlest is two. And um, I think it was sort of, when I reflect back on the last few months, I think it's sort of two halves, really. I think the first season of it um, was really, really difficult. The first few months, I think, making choices as a family was really challenging about how we were going to approach the day, what we were going to do, what we were going to let go of, what schoolwork we were going to take on, what we weren't going to. Um, lots of comparison, lots of expectation, you know, all those things kind of crashing in all at once. Um, and so I think that was really, really challenging. And I think that in those times, I think that our, my prayer life was sort of, was quite desperate at times. It was just, God, how do I navigate this? How do I make this decision? How do I parent well today? You know, those sorts of in the moment prayers. And I think that in that time, you know, we were sort of separated from all the people that support us usually. And I think that my relationship with God became like that sort of close friend that you're texting, like, awful day, how are you? You know, you're, you're just sort of snippets of relationship because that's all you can do. And I think that God met with me in that. He saw our days. He saw all that we were juggling. And he could meet us in the moments of help right now, you know, rather than these long sort of times that I love to have usually. And then I think sort of the second half of it, um, we sort of settled in a bit more. I think we let go of some of the expectation, maybe made some choices, felt a bit more comfortable about how we were approaching things. And then I think at 
that point, I sort of felt a bit more confident to be able to spend a bit more time with God, try and return to some of the rhythms that I'd had previously. Um, and for me, that looked like taking our youngest out for a walk in his buggy. He's sort of at that age where he'll be really content pointing out birds and cars and things like that. And that then meant that I sort of was essentially alone with God. And that was really, really helpful. And then also, if everyone was content at home and it felt like a moment where I could, I would go out in my car and just sit on a quiet street, turn the engine off and just be in my car for a while. And I'm sure I looked like a mad woman, sort of chattering away, people walking by, you know. But that was sort of a safe, quiet place that I could be. And so those were some really special times once there was a bit more room. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, just um, before you just got, move on to Lauren, what, um, what do you think you've learned about God? Like, what has he revealed about himself to you um, in this time? Yeah, I think one of the things that I've tried to do that's different for me is um, we did the prayer course in our hub and um, that was really great timing just to mix up, you know, thinking of different ways to pray, different ways to sort of um, experience him in the time. And for me, it was sort of trying to find a verse or a word or something small that I could grab hold of and sit with rather than huge sort of chunks of the Bible. And for me, that was the word daughter, like that. I've sat with that for several sort of months, really. And actually, um, that's been really, really helpful for me to actually see, you know, God sees me as his daughter in today and all that I'm doing, just as I look at my daughters and all the change they've dealt with, all the um, disruption. And so sort of trying to view my relationship with him in that way um, was a real lifeline, I think, and sort of something new that I maybe hadn't spent as much time just sort of sat with. Um, and was something new for me in terms of reading the Bible too, just a word maybe before wouldn't have felt like enough, like I'd have to have read a you know, whole chapter or learned something new or those sort of expectations. Whereas actually just sort of coming back to the same thing day after day um, was really, really significant for me, I think. Thank you, Amy, that's profound, Lauren. Can we ask you the same question? So just, just, yeah, what have you learned about yourself and God in these months? Um, I think I've learned a lot. I think a lot of us would say we've learned a lot. If I can remember it all, I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I think the primary thing that comes to mind is um, being grateful. So in lockdown, I moved around quite a bit. So I stayed with a couple of friends for like two and a half months-ish. Then I moved back down to Hertfordshire with my parents for about two months as well. Um, and even though that was like really inconvenient and really annoying, um, I was able to be with people who were safe. Um, and I think every morning when I woke up around people that I love, um, I feel like God was just reminding me every time that um, not everyone has this um, and to like really uh, appreciate it. Um, even like having meals together or going for walks together, like really appreciating that. Um, so that's the that's the thing um, that I've really tried to hold on to, try to remember. So, Lauren, what have been in the midst of all that and the moving round and everything you just said? What have been the the key challenges, some of the most challenging moments, and and what have you learned about God through those? Um, that's a great question. Um, some of the key challenges. Number one would be um, feeling useless. Um, I think because I wasn't going to work, um, because I wasn't able to serve here in church in the way that I was, um, I think I every day I would wake up and be like, I have some tasks, but 
I feel like I'm not as useful as I was. Um, and taking that to God and being like, this, I feel like this isn't a good thing. <laughs> um, what should I do with it? Um, help me to pray um, into that. Um, second thing would be, I guess, like understanding um, the role of like company in my life because we weren't able to gather at church or with friends in the way that we did. Um, and for me, it was like every day saying um, to God, um, help me to um, really enjoy, enjoy being with you um, and not depend on other people to like um, rally me and like boost me um, to want to be in your presence. Um, yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. To John, contestant three. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were saying before this, in a funny way, this feels a bit like a blind date. If we take about 20 years to the days of Silla Black on ITV, I don't know if that uh, rings any bells for anyone. Just ages us, I think. Um, John, for you as well, you know, what have you learned about God in this time? And, I, I, and the follow-up is going to be about what you're seeing, you know, what are you mm. seeing um, God do, not just in your life, but around you, whether in this community, in the city, or more broadly? Mm. I think something I've just uh, felt got really challenging in me throughout the course of lockdown has been, actually, John, I want you to be honest with me. Like, I, I want you to be real. And actually, as I'm doing that, discovering he is desperate for connection. Like, he really, really wants the times that I go to him in prayer to be serious quality time like he's not that he wants a particular task to be done or he wants to get something out of it but actually he wants meaningful connection and uh, and for me that has kind of just taken the form of when I'm going into prayer I'll often kind of just you know say a couple of words or get going and then almost taking a moment to stop as I'm starting prayer has been asking myself the question am I being honest like am I really bringing myself to this moment of prayer or am I just in a mode of performance and I think when that then you know transpires as to what I see God doing out in the world and my world has been the hospital and it's been my family for the last six months and the you know in the hospital there was just one one moment in the midst of COVID pandemic that was it just, I felt like God's spirit was just all over it. And it was this family that had come to gather around this bedside of, of this man suffering from COVID. And it was a very broken family, broken siblings from, who hadn't spoken in years and years. And around this bedside, the eldest brother looked at his siblings and he said, we haven't been a family, but we are now and we will be. And it was this, this moment of absolute honesty of the reality of what their lives had been. But then it was, but this is what has brought us together and we will make the most of this connection now and we will see it forward. Um, and I think that we're seeing that happen in the church as well. We're seeing honesty about the reality of our prayer lives and an honesty about our connection to each other and to the church. And actually what God is doing in the midst of that is drawing people in and he is pulling together. I think we're seeing that in hubs. We're seeing more people join hubs than ever. We are seeing life coming out of those places because life just follows family and, and the, the, the two are the same. And where there's family, there's life and there's growth and there's development. Um, yeah. 
Brilliant. Thank you. Um, okay, final question to all of you. We'll start with you, John. Um, what would be, what is your prayer uh, for Trinity and our city? Where are you, you know, where is God really moving your heart in prayer? Um, yeah, we'll, we'll finish there. I think he's just stirring me in, in connection and family. That he just, he wants that. Like he's, he's the, the, the prayer that we would just be a people who are so ready to care, so ready to welcome, so ready to create places of belonging where people can then flourish. That is, yeah, my prayer. Um, for me, the phrase that keeps going around my mind is um, loving the lost. Mm -hmm. And um, as you were speaking, John, I think um, that's like the lost sheep um, and us as family um, going after the lost sheep, praying for the lost sheep. Um, that they'd be brought home, yeah. Yeah, I would say similar things, really. For me, I think when I was talking about having kind of those two halves to lockdown, I think the sort of light bulb moment for me in prayer that sort of really freed up the rest of the time um, was when I felt like I sort of said to God, like, this doesn't, our family doesn't make sense, just the six of us. And I felt guilty for that because I felt like so many others were experiencing this like quality time and so satisfied by just this sort of little bunch of people. And, and I felt guilty for that. And then I felt like God sort of spoke to me about how, where we're placed, even just the home we live in, the street we live on, it's not, it's not it doesn't make sense to six of us. Mm. And um, I think it's sort of rooted in me that I love to open the door. I love to have people around my table. I love to see people on the street and just that sort of it's like sort of underlined in me that love for hospitality for community for where God's put us and that um yeah I think that we're all sort of relishing those moments of connection that we're getting back of having people over you know we had our first babysitter last week and the children were so excited to see some friends come back into the house and so I think yeah just underlining that love for community and hospitality I think well Thank you to you three. Thank you so much, so much there that's stirred me. Um, and I'm just hearing God through you speaking about a deepening work and a simplifying work. Family, the word families come up again and again. And, and that's good because Amy, gonna be, Amy and I are going to be leaning into that in the next few weeks as we talk about where we're going as a community. But thank you. I think we're going to go back to our service toasts and we're going to pray together.